Welcome to episode three of the Passion for Dance podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about that terrible emotion we all have to wrestle with sometimes, disappointment. Now, disappointment is normal. Everyone goes through it, but it can be really hard to get over. There's probably something in your dance past that haunts you. I know I have plenty. But in this episode, I'm going to share with you the steps to dealing with disappointment so that the next time you need a little pick-me-up or your dancers are struggling with disappointment, you will know how to help them. Welcome to the Passion for Dance podcast. I'm Dr. Chelsea, a former professional dancer and dance team coach turned sports psychologist. This podcast focuses on four main pillars, motivation, resilience, mindset, and community. Each week, you'll learn actionable strategies, mindsets, and tips to teach your dancers more than good technique. This is a podcast where we can all make a lasting impact and share our passion for dance. Let's do this. If there's one thing you can count on in life, it's that you'll have to deal with disappointment. As a dancer, there are disappointments around every corner. Not making a team you had your heart set on, losing a competition you felt confident you would win, or being cut from a routine. How come some dancers are resilient through disappointments and seem to easily pick themselves back up? Well, they probably don't. It's not actually easy to do. And even if it looks like someone got over it quickly, they're probably suffering in silence because it's what most of us do. But we can learn from each experience and teach ourselves to be more resilient. As a dance educator, I think it's an important life lesson to teach our dancers to deal with disappointment. We can't protect them from every possible negative outcome. That would be doing them a disservice. Instead, we can teach them to have big goals and dreams, go for it, and if you fall short or the opportunity is taken away, you will survive the disappointment and live to dance another day. This is a little bit of a soapbox for me, and I feel so strongly about this. For dancers, I feel the same way as a parent. Right? If we are trying to help the next generation of dancers, we're trying to help them be better people and contribute as best they can to the world, We have to teach them how to deal with negative emotions, not make them go away, not pretend like it'll always be okay, but give them the tools to actually deal with it because we will always experience disappointment. That's not going to change. But what we can change is how we handle it and learning to deal with that that negative emotion is the best step forward. So consider this, if you are experiencing disappointment, then by definition, the thing you're thinking about is in the past, right? It already happened. It's over. Now you're experiencing that sense of loss or defeat. But the point is the event is over. Think about it. We don't feel disappointment before an event. We feel disappointment after. So if you're feeling disappointed, it's probably because you're ruminating over something going over and over it on your head on repeat. Can you relate? (laughs) Do you have an event in your dance past that just haunts you? I certainly have one, and I was sharing my story later on. But no matter what the thing is that you're disappointed about, you can't change it. It's in the past. You can't go back. Dealing with disappointment takes conscious effort. I want to say that again because this is an important point. You don't just magically wake up and feel over it. Dealing with disappointment takes conscious effort. So how do you transition from disappointment to a place of acceptance and move forward? That's what I want to share with you. So I'm going to share six steps, and then I will share one of my biggest disappointments in my dance career and how I wish I had used these strategies at the time to get over it. But let's talk about these strategies first. So six steps to it. Number one, emotional awareness. The first step is to be aware of your emotions. Understand that what you're feeling is disappointment. It's a feeling of regret, sadness, or a sense of defeat in an expectation. 
disappointment happens when you had an expectation and then it, you don't get get it for some reason. Either you fell short or it's maybe it got taken away. You never even got to try. But that sense of disappointment and that defeat in expectation, it can look like other emotions, right? It can look like anger um, or any of, of a host of other emotions. So the first step is to understand your own emotions, have some self-reflection and recognize that the real reason you're upset is disappointment. Number two is to accept that disappointment is a human experience. As I said earlier, it happens to everyone, even the best dancers in the world. The coach or teacher that you admire most in your life right now has been severely disappointed more than once. If you can recognize that these feelings are normal, start to accept that everyone has to go through this at some point, you start to feel less alone. And that's an important part of this process. Number three, start to reframe the experience. Once you've accepted that disappointment is normal, you can start to reframe the experience. Try to take an objective view of what happened. Write down what happened, but try to separate the emotion from it. This is tricky, but try to stick to the facts. Sit back and separate yourself and say, what actually happened? What's a fact? Not how I feel about it, but strip the emotions. If you can detach your emotions from what happened, you start to regain power over the situation. Step four is to change your self-talk. When we feel a sense of disappointment, we tend to go one of two ways. We either, one, blame ourselves for the problem, or two, feel like the world is out to get us and we're doomed to be disappointed again. So when you're upset and you're disappointed, notice your thoughts. Do you say things to yourself like, I never get what I work for, or I have such bad luck, or I can't keep trying and risk this feeling again? That type of self-talk will keep you focused on the negative events in the past without allowing you to gain control on the situation. I hear it all the time in competitive dance when a team or a soloist has given it everything, expecting a certain level of success, and then the judges don't agree with you that day. The disappointment is so strong that the dancers want to give up. I see these dancers that they just want to protect themselves from ever feeling this bad again. But instead, once you notice those thoughts, Change your self-talk and instead you can say something like, okay, I feel disappointed, but it's a phase I can get myself out of it. Number five, focus on a new accomplishment. Now, not necessarily immediately that day. Give yourself a minute to process the emotions, but shortly after, focus on something new. After a sense of defeat and disappointment, it's easy to wallow in it and decide no goal is ever worth striving for. But rather than sitting in that dark place, focus on a new goal even a really small one. Set yourself up for a sense of accomplishment. Work on something new. Allow yourself to feel that sense of success and personal triumph. Make a plan to move forward on a new goal and shift your focus forward. The disappointment's in the past, so reframe the event. Change your self-talk and then focus on a new accomplishment. And then step six, I want to remind you that it's okay to reach out for help from others. Since disappointment is such a common human emotion, we all go through it. And if you reach out for support, you will find someone who understands. You don't have to experience disappointment alone. Share your emotions with a trusted friend and then have that friend help you with the other steps in order to process what actually happened. They can help you see the reality of the situation and recognize fact from fiction. They can be there to empathize, but then help you refocus your thoughts and energy on the future. This episode is brought to you by the Dance Coach Membership Releve, a community for dance coaches on the rise. This community is designed to help you create a team of committed, hardworking dancers that are a pleasure to coach every day. 
I've learned a lot about coaching other coaches over the years, and one thing I know is we need clear action plans that are easy to implement and a support network around us. So I created a membership to help all the dance coaches out there who want to rise up and make a difference on their team. Head over to passionatecoach.com membership to learn more about how to join us inside this dance coach membership, where you will get the support and guidance to find a new level of joy and success in coaching. That's passionatecoach.com membership. So I'm going to share one story of a big disappointment in my dance life. And I will be honest and say I have not talked about this with very many people, um, but I'm sharing it here now because this is maybe good for me to process for myself, but also really demonstrates how much not dealing with disappointment can really hinder you. And this is something that happened in my late teens. Uh, I went to an audition that I... I really thought it was a done deal. That seems weird to say. No audition is ever that, uh, you know, nothing is ever guaranteed. But at the time, in my teenage brain, I really felt like I had it. I knew I had what it takes to make it. I knew I could do it. I felt confident that they were going to see that I was a good fit. Uh, And I also felt like making this specific audition was going to set me up for the path that I was meant to go on as a dancer. Like it was the plan for the future. And I was let go from that audition pretty early on. And there was definitely the sense of shock. And I think looking back, overly confident was a problem. I definitely didn't do the preparation I should have. I didn't do my research. And I figured, I'm like, well, I'll get past the first few rounds fine. And then I'll have to worry about it later. And that didn't even happen. <laughs> so when that day, though, that shock, I remember leaving the event and went to my car and just sat in silence for a while. And then the tears come. And I just cried to myself in my car (laughs) for a long time. And I don't know if any of you can relate to that, where you've had that sense of disappointment. It's so overwhelming that you just, it just flows out of me. I was so shocked and scared. And then honestly, because I thought that that was my plan for the future, I had a sense of like, well, now what the heck do I do? Like, I have no plan now. Everything's gone. Where am I supposed to go next? So here's the bad part about this disappointment. It was so strong for me in the moment that I didn't process it well at all or not even well, I just didn't process it. I tried to stuff it down and ignore it, pretend like the audition wasn't that big of a deal. Maybe it was sort of lucky for me at the time, but I didn't actually tell very many people that I was going to this audition and that that was my plan. I kind of kept it to myself. So when it didn't happen, I didn't have to talk to anybody about it. I just kind of moved on and pretended like it was no big deal. But if I am being real with you, that was 20 years ago at this point, and I still think about it. It still is that thing in my dance past that haunts me. And I wish I had processed it better. I wish I had dealt with that emotion. So if I were to go back and give my teenage self the better advice now, this is how I would have gone through it, right? That first step of emotional awareness, I don't think I understood that it was disappointment that was the problem, right? I was mad. I blamed everybody else. <laughs> I blamed some other, uh, you know, that there was something going on behind the scenes. I, I blamed all sorts of stuff that was not real. And I blamed myself, as I said at the beginning of this story, that I blamed my own lack of preparation and ego. And I said, I screwed this up for myself. But I sat in anger. I didn't have the emotional awareness that what was actually going on was disappointment. And that I was, I had an expectation and it didn't happen. 
So first, I wish I had understood that disappointment was really what was happening. And then step two, being able to accept that that's normal. And I sat alone with it. And I assume that like nobody else has had to deal with this kind of uh, emotional stress. And that's a very typical adolescent thing. Even if you think from a science point of view about the adolescent brain, we all think we're unique and we all think no one else understands us. And I didn't accept that it was human and that everyone goes through it. So I didn't share it and I didn't talk about it. And it kept me suffering in silence through that. So what I should have done was reframe the experience and try to actually go to the facts, right? Get out of what I think happened and actually probably write it out and journal it. That's the best way to get through this and really process the facts of what happened and why uh, I didn't make that audition, right? What did I do? What did others do? And stick with the facts. And then try to change my self-talk because it was pretty terrible. And I was really negative with myself. And I continued to be, honestly, for years because I never processed this. So shifting that self-talk to something more like, yeah, I'm really disappointed. And this changes everything for where I think I'm supposed to go in the future. But this disappointment is temporary. And I still have a future in dance. I, I can still turn this around And I'll find the right path. I wish I had said that to myself at the time. And even just hearing myself say it now, honestly, I I need to spend some time with this because obviously my dance career did continue uh, and I love the career that I had. And that audition set me on a different path that I'm now grateful for. But at the time, I needed to sit with it and recognize for myself that my my own self-talk was horrible and instead have said, this is not fun. And this emotion is not fun and I don't like it, but I can turn it around and I will still have a dance career that I will be proud of someday. And then the next step of focusing on a new accomplishment, it, I didn't do that either. It took me months to even go to class again. And that, I wish I, you know, I lost some very valuable time. And if, you know, I have this love for dance that I know if I had just gone back to the studio, I would have felt that again, but I wallowed in my disappointment and anger for a long time, and I missed out. Um, But instead, if I had been able to focus on a new accomplishment, and maybe that accomplishment just would have been like, go take a new class from somebody, just one class, or set, you know, could have been bigger about thinking about this new direction of where I wanted to go. But it took me, it took me months to figure out what that new accomplishment was going to be. And I wish I'd gotten there sooner as a way to help deal with that disappointment. And then step six, to reach out for others. I definitely didn't. I didn't share this again with anybody. Like my mom knew that I went and didn't make it. And that was about it because I didn't talk about it. And I I wish I had shared how I was feeling with others to help me process what was going on. So thank you for listening and processing with me right now, because I think this was maybe for my own good as much as yours. But I hope it's helpful to see how this process could have changed how I dealt with this disappointment at the time. And I wish I had done this then, but hopefully sharing it with you now, it will help serve our dance community and that you can use it yourself or you can use it with your dancers. You know, getting over disappointment in dance is normal, uh, but it doesn't make it easy. So I've definitely lost events I thought I should have won, been sent home from auditions that were super important to me. And especially recently in 2020, I've had things out of my control that taken away. And, you know, I've lost events that usually bring me so much joy and I don't get to be a part of them anymore. And 
that's brought on a lot of disappointment lately. But if you and your dancers are experiencing that disappointment, you're certainly not alone. You do have the power to wallow in it and let that negative emotion consume you, or instead you can just sit in it for a minute, acknowledge it, and then make the choice to move forward. I hope this gives you a resource for you and your dancers. So the next time you're feeling disappointed in yourself or in an outcome, you're better equipped to deal with it. And I hope you'll join me each week to learn more about how sports psychology can help you grow as a dancer. If this was helpful, please go leave a five-star review so I can reach more dancers and support our community. And while you're at it, take a second to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Thank you for listening. Keep sharing your passion for dance with the world.